and welcome. You're listening to Canberra's People Powered Radio, 2XXFM 98.3. The program is subject to ACT with me, Sophie Singh, bringing you stories of community and current affairs from our local city and beyond. Stories with a global dimension. A new program is starting up to help refugees and migrants living in Canberra to learn to swim and develop water safety skills and awareness. To find out more, I'm joined by Annie Gow and Claire McBride-Kelly to talk about the Refugee and Migrant Swimming Project. Annie and Claire, thank you very much for coming on to Subject ACT and speaking with me. Thank you so much for having having us. What's led you to set up this project? Why is this something that you wanted to be involved in? Yeah, so this was inspired by actually a very personal story. So one of our very close friends of a refugee background passed away last year actually from a drowning incident and so this kind of inspired us to to do something for the community perhaps Claire can speak more about that yeah as Annie says inspired by the death of a very close friend who died from drowning in Canberra and this led us to look into this issue a little bit further and we discovered that actually between 2008 and 2018 800 people of a refugee and migrant background have drowned in Australian waters. Um, There are obviously many different causes for this, but one is that when people resettle in Australia, often they've missed that critical period that many young people have who grow up in Australia where they learn to swim, you know, at the age of three to four at school um, through various Mm -hmm. government programs such as Nippers. And Canberra is actually one of the only cities in Australia that doesn't yet have a really comprehensive program that teaches people of a refugee and migrant background those critical swimming and water safety lessons. So inspired by the death of our friend, but also recognising the real need for a program like this in Canberra, we've got together with Royal Life Saving Australia and a number of other friends to, to try and fill that gap. So that motivation comes from a very deep emotional core with both of you. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned that Canberra's uh, the only place that doesn't have a comprehensive program. Elsewhere in Australia, those programs do exist? Yes. There's a really incredible model operating in Queensland that's been operating for over a decade now. Um, They're also a great model operating in WA. We are aware of some smaller programs here in Canberra, um, like a Muslim women's swimming group, which are doing really, really valuable work but there's still great demand for a comprehensive program. We've already had over 100 people express interest from the refugee community um, to join a water safety and swimming program. So we're really delighted to be able Mm -hmm. to offer that. And I think even though there are like adult swim programs out there, I think there's still a lot of barriers for refugees and migrants to sign up for those programs. We've had someone from Mars indicate to us that many of these families just can't afford to pay for these programs themselves. And we have to understand some of these people may have certain traumas associated with the water and certain fears that has to be addressed when teaching them how to swim. And so we want to kind of create this very safe environment for them to learn this critical skill. How will you create that safe space that people will be comfortable to be in? 
I think one critical aspect of this is for this program to be self-determined. So it's not a matter for us to come in and identify what people need to feel safe. It's actually a matter for us to get our participants together and through a process of community consultation, identify what fears people have associated with the water, also identify what barriers people currently face, um, why they maybe haven't learnt how to swim to date, Um, Those could be, as Annie said, financial barriers, but also cultural barriers. For some people, it just isn't possible to um, go swimming in a really public setting where there might be um, people of both genders around to witness them. So I think what we're really determined to do in order to ensure this is culturally safe um, and trauma-informed is go through a really significant process of community consultation with the people who we pick to swim, but also bring in our contacts from Mars and other organisations in Canberra to assist us with that trauma-informed approach. While swimming is very much a part of the culture of growing up in Australia, I Mm. think certainly in countries of conflict, there's not the luxury of having that as part of your culture, even if it's a country that has a lot of coastline or a lot of access to water. Something that we take for granted, perhaps. Yeah, well, reading um, a lot of our responses to the expressions of interest form, um, a lot of these people have indicated that they've just never had the chance to learn how to swim before. Um, This opportunity just hasn't been presented to them previously. Um, So many of these people just have no experience with being in the water and swimming and, you know, having a safe experience around the water. And so many of these people have fears, um, bring their children to the beach or lake and not knowing how to look after them and themselves. And so it's a matter of really life or death for them um, that this critical skill has never been taught to them before. You know, there's so much that we can learn from our swimmers about this, but people indicate that in that context of um, growing up in conflict and then fleeing um, areas of conflict, you know, the luxury of being taught to swim is just simply not on the radar and we felt really moved because we kind of included this question in our expression of interest asking people why they wanted to learn to swim and all of the answers were survival. Um, I want to be able to survive if I end up in water or I want to ensure that I can protect my kids when we go to Cotter Dam or when we go to the beach. And hopefully as the participants start to feel a bit more comfortable in the water, those Um, objectives that they have um, might even then include actually enjoy being in the water. Definitely. And the partnership with the Royal Life Saving Australia, is this something that they have experienced in running these sort of programs elsewhere in Australia? They've run a lot of uh, water safety programs in Canberra. I'm not sure if they have specific experience with running programs to teach people of a refugee and migrant background to swim, but they definitely... Um, know how to work with vulnerable people and have a lot of experience running successful swim programs. So we're learning a lot from their experience um, in Canberra and they're really uh, guiding us through setting up this program. It sounds like they're a valuable partner in this program. Yeah, they have been so valuable. Cherry from Royal Lifesaving has just been an incredible mentor for us and she's brought up some Um, brilliant ideas, including taking our swimmers down to freshwater reserves here in Canberra and teaching people how to identify risk in freshwater. Because I think so much of um, education surrounds the beach and there's this whole overlooked area of swimming, particularly here in Canberra, that we're really hoping to 
turn our focus to in this swimming program? The programs are open to refugees and migrants. Are there any other eligibility criteria? Uh, Do they need to have arrived in Australia more recently? How will you assess uh, who might be able to participate in the program? At the moment, our objective is to keep this um, as broad as possible so that as many people as possible who self-identify as being of a refugee or migrant background and who also aren't able to swim are able to access a service that assists them to be able to learn to swim and to be able to survive um, in water but also feel a part of the community and feel welcomed in Canberra to be able to participate in this kind of really key part of, I, I suppose, Australian culture which surrounds the water. Um, so at the moment, the government funding that we're applying for is simply for people of culturally and linguistically diverse backgrounds is the criteria and that's why we're able to keep it as broad as possible and moving forward we really want this to be an inclusive initiative for Canberra's refugee and migrant population, regardless if people settled here 20 years ago or or last week. How many places do you hope will be available for this pilot program? So we've had a few discussions about this and currently we're looking at um, about 20 places for a pilot program and we hope to be able to expand on that in the future. Yeah, as Annie said, we want to start with 20 and do this really well and learn how to execute this in a culturally informed, trauma-informed manner before we expand to ideally 100 plus people, which is the amount of expressions of interest we currently have. So once we can execute an excellent pilot, we'll know we'll be able to produce this program on a larger scale. It sounds like you're approaching this in a very thoughtful way. So you'll go to a variety of locations? Yeah, our vision at the moment is to have weekly swimming lessons in um, pools, preferably um, in Gungahlin, because that's where lots of our expressions of interest are coming from, but pool to be confirmed. But then also to have weekend activities where we can take people down to freshwater reserves in Canberra and Royal Lifesaving can run lessons around identifying risks. But I think another element of this program will also be about building community. And, you know, when people have resettled in Canberra, I think swimming can be a really excellent way to connect people with other members of the community. So we're really hoping to be able to host people for some big dinners after swimming lessons and make this not only about survival, but also about something that people can really enjoy and gain a lot of happiness and sense of community from. Absolutely. And a sense of achievement as well. Definitely. And the plan is for the program to roll out this summer. What's your time frame here? We're hoping to begin the program after the new year and the program will probably run for a minimum of around 10 to 12 weeks at least um, and potentially taking a break um, before the weather gets cooler. Absolutely. (laughs) The pools have quoted that 10 weeks would be Um, the period in which you could get someone who has never been in water and wouldn't be safe in water now to a point where they would be safe um, and they would feel a level of comfort in water. But then with every week further we can get funding to proceed is another week of not only survival skills that people can learn but also skills surrounding confidence in water and enjoyment in the water. So ideally we'd love to be able to run this over a longer period how are you planning to uh, cover the costs of the program? What's the, the funding plan? 
Um, yes, yeah, so we are currently in the process of applying for a couple of government grants. Um, and another aspect of that will be crowdfunding. So we're setting up a GoFundMe page uh, so we can crowdsource some funding and that could go towards things like pool hire or swimsuits for people who don't currently have swimsuits. Yeah, and we're also talking to pools about possible, I guess, reductions or in-kind contributions. And from what we have seen that group lessons, they are able to provide us the lessons for a cheaper price than to the public. So that's been great. Definitely. And perhaps if we could take this opportunity to encourage people to donate to the GoFundMe, if you have capacity to, it would be so appreciated. As Annie said, this money will go towards covering swimsuits for people who don't already have them, but also the operation of this program. We're yet to find out how much government funding we will secure. So every dollar will really help contribute to these life-saving lessons for people of a refugee and migrant background here in Canberra. So do you have a site that if people want to find out more, they can go to to get some more information? So the best place to find us currently is our Facebook page. The Refugee and Migrant Swimming Project is our Facebook page and you'll find the link to our GoFundMe there. Um, We're also in the process of establishing a presence on Royal Life Savings page. And it sounds like a really worthwhile program. So uh, well done and and I wish you all the best. Thank you very much, uh, Annie Gow and Claire McBride-Kelly. I've really enjoyed speaking with you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. As Claire McBride-Kelly and Annie Gow mentioned, you can find out more about the Refugee and Migrant Swimming Project at their Facebook page. Check it out. And that brings us to the end of Subject ACT. Stay listening to People Powered Radio 2XXFM 98.3. Thanks for listening. I'm Sophie Singh and have a great rest of your week. (music) 